This episode is coming to you in raw, unedited form, intentionally, just as we recorded it. This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 468 of the Stable Scoop Shows. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are horselovers.com. Welcome to the Stable Scoop. With weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. We bring you the news through hell, high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable scoop. Stable scoop. Stable scoop. Oh, last time we hear that. In this episode, Helene and I share our favorite memories of the last nine years working together. We hear from listeners with messages for Helena and discuss the future of Stable Scoop. Plus, the horselovers.com product review of the week is the Shires Tempest Neck and Fly Sheet set. Listen in. Well, I, you know, that uh, opener, we have had that since day one. Yes, we have. It was written for us. <laughs> for us from day one, and we had no idea what the show was going to be about then. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just knew it was going to involve poop and laughing. Yeah, exactly. And he, he Body wrote humor. That. <laughs> Friend of mine, actually, from years ago. I worked with his mother, and he was probably 18 at the time he did that. Uh, and now has like seven or eight kids. <laughs> so, oh my god! <laughs> Funny how that happens. Well, for those that missed it uh, in last week's announcement on the show, Helena is moving on. She got herself a good job, and she's going to keep doing her other podcasts. But uh, after considering, she decided that you know this was going to be too much to take it all on. You you still got a teenager. <laughs> you're still running all over the place. You still you got you got a farm that you're selling. There's just a lot going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even I can't juggle all of those balls at once and, and not have things fall down and smash around me. So in the interest of my, my children and my horses and my livelihood. And sanity. <laughs> my sanity. Well, you know, I can sacrifice my sanity. I've been living without it for a well, while Well, you know now. what? You've been insane on a lot of the episodes. So. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's nothing. <laughs> I mean, sanity. Yeah. So it, primarily it is the fact that I will be working at a fairly important full-time job now and I need to kind of give it as much of my my brain share as possible. Plus, you know, you do want to continue doing your your podcast because they kind of relate to your full-time job in a way. So, yes. It all yes. works together. It all is falling into place nicely, I would say. Yes, sir. The only thing that isn't nice is I won't be able to hang out with you every week. But you know what? Helena has no idea what's coming up on today's show. I really didn't talk to her at all about it, and I spent most of the day yesterday putting this together. And you know, I got thinking, Helena, about the early days and you know what what we did very early on. And I thought, well, 
You know, a lot of people, we started in August 8th of 2008. So we're just about to have a birthday. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't realize, one, how crappy our sound was back then. And But you know what? I listened to episode one for the first time in nine years, and it was pretty good. <laughs> I just listened to episode Did you? one. I was like, oh, my God, the plosives. The plosives. <laughs> our like, sound was stuck. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't. But then, you know. Technology wasn't as good as it is now back then. It really wasn't. No, uh, no. And and although I, I was like, do I, did I have a cold in that episode? I sounded all nasally, and the you mic. know, then the, the mic we had pretty crappy headsets back then. It was. I was like, did we even? Well, I couldn't even remember what we recorded on. But you know what's funny? What I I thought that I guess even back then I thought we sounded way more awkward than we actually do. Like we were pretty good. It wasn't that bad. Well, and I. For those that missed it, take a listen. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. Welcome to the introductory episode of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. The Stable Scoop Radio <laughs> Show is part of the Horse Radio Network right. and can be found online at horseradionetwork.com. You can also go directly to the Stable Scoop Radio Show at stablescoops.com. Hey, Helena, it's so good to be on the air with you again. Oh, same here, Glenn. Boy, it's did been I a long time. Morning. I know. It's been, what, about a year since we were on the Talking Equine Network. Oh, my gosh. Has it been that long? I think it has. I think it's been about a year. Well, that was a year too long. It's it's good to be back on the air and chatting about horses again. So I think there'll be some people very happy to hear us back and then some not so happy. I <laughs> think... <laughs> So that was the beginning of the first episode. Wow, you're right. Sound sucked. Uh, <laughs> I even... <laughs> plosives, you're right. <laughs> Someone in her 30s. <laughs> but I you know what? In my 30s. <laughs> it was so natural. That first episode, when I listened back to the whole thing, it was like we'd been working together forever. And there, for the longtime listeners, I know there's one or two that have contacted us that still listen today, that listen to Talking Equine. which is some, Oh, my. Which is something that we did even before, like, be- at the beginning of podcasting. I think when we did Talking Equine, iTunes was not around. It was because people had to listen on the website, remember? There was no RSS. You know, iTunes just wasn't around. There was no iTunes. Nope. That's when we first started way, way back. And then we did about 50 episodes of that show. And then we broke for a year. And then we started back up. A lot of people have asked me, especially in the podcasting side, did you plan on having Horse Radio Network from the beginning? And I kind of was mushy on that. But here's episode one. We talk about Horse Radio Network like we had a dozen shows on it. So I know. I know. That's us. Bullshitting from the beginning. <laughs> Sorry. It's your last show. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> that was August 8, 2008. You know, when I thought about how we do this episode, I thought about what has been the most important thing, I think, for both of us that have come out of it. And it's our relationships and friendships that we've made over the years. Uh, the people that we've talked to and the guests we've had on and the listeners that we've met. And don't you think it's the relationships that have made this so cool? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of my favorites of all times, Michelle Barr from Right Lead Equestrian. Love her. Yep, and she was one of the ones on my list here to uh, mention. Yeah, yep. we, we met her. We with did the, the Cleveland Bay episode. Cleveland Bay, yep. that's right. She was on for Cleveland Bay. Were you surprised when you look back through the episodes? I, I looked through back through almost all of them and the titles and, and what was in them. We covered a lot of different topics over the years. We really did. It was 
it was our primary. That's all we did. You know, we yeah. had nothing else going on at the time. We part, we poured every ounce of energy into stable scoop. And so we spent a lot of time doing research and also Glenn, it was, there was this, um, I think, well, the Olympics were around, the world equestrian games were around. So equestrian sports were really blooming in the United States, in the world, around the time Horse Radio Network started. That's right. That is true. There was a lot of raw material for us to work with. And on that note, episode two included this girl. Hey, Helena. When I first heard recently that you were stepping down from Stable Scoop, I was sad because it's been nine years and I can't imagine the Stable Scoop without you. And then I was excited because I figured you had to have a really good reason and that something new and exciting was going on in your life. And then I was just grateful for all of the time that you've put in and who you are and what the Stable Scoop has meant to so many people and for me. I've appreciated getting to know you and getting to know Glenn and Jennifer and so many people. And I know that the Stable Scoop would not exist without you. It's been a launching point for so many things in the years since for so many different people. Thank you for the time that you've put into the Stable Scoop. Thank you for what you've given to the equestrian community through your dedication to this show. And I wish you all the best moving forward. Jackie Baker, our first guest nine years ago. Oh, gosh, Jackie, that was so sweet. (laughs) Oh, and so thoughtful. Yes. Thank you, Jackie. She had a blog called Regarding Horses and was covering the Olympics, and that's why we talked to her. Is, yes. I even forget what Olympics it was, now, but it was, uh, it was one of the Olympics, and she had the most intensive coverage of that, and she came on and talked to us about the Olympics. I think she came on a couple more times, and we got to be good friends with her over the years. She did. Yeah. She's, I'm still friends with her on Facebook, and, you know, and I've, I've X'd out a lot of you know, the marginal Facebook friends over the years. Cause you just, you're like, I don't talk. I talked to that person once. Like, I don't really need to stay involved in their lives. I was like, no, I, I love to see what Jackie's up to. She, she's just one of those people that you, you have that connection with. And even if it's not active hundred percent of the time, there's something about her that really, um, she is somehow a part of Horse Radio Network, always. We went to a conference together last year, the AHP conference, American Horse Publications. She was speaking, and we got to spend a whole weekend together, and we literally spent every minute of the weekend together and just She's a talked cool girl. the whole time. You know, we just we had to get caught up, and uh, she was our first guest, yeah, way back when. And, of course, early on in Episode 10, we met Gina Miles, didn't we? Oh, a my, venter, oh my Olympic God. venter, Gina Miles. My favorite. Yeah. She, my favorite. She, I say that you've asked me before, what was your favorite episode? I'm like, that was it. That was my favorite. Episode 10. And she's been, she came back after that. Uh, she's been on almost every show, especially the eventic show, obviously, uh, over the years. And we've made friends with her and see her at all the events. And it's just like catching up with an old friend. And so, uh, so yeah, Gina Miles, there's one, there's one for the memory banks, huh? See that you can thank me because I didn't completely mess up her interview, and then she came back. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because we pissed some people off. <laughs> yeah, along the way, yeah, we pissed some people time, off. I, I was like, oh my god, just don't let me piss off Gina Miles, because you know stuff comes out of my mouth, and I'm like, oops. Well, I didn't mean for that to come out. You are very that- Italian. There's <laughs> that. I have cringed a few times over the years. Let me you tell know. you, I have cringed, but I always knew I could edit. 
<laughs> I always had that in my back pocket. Oh, I can edit the show. And you never went back and listened, so you never knew how much I cut out. So No, I didn't. No. I didn't. I couldn't stand to listen to myself. No. I, I couldn't stand. I was so like, oh. How do you edit your own shows now, the other shows? <laughs> it must be hard. You know what? Um, I've. I force myself to listen. Well, first of all, you have to, and I'm a perfectionist. So my finished product has to be polished. So I can separate the audio me from the personal me. And so when I'm listening to my tracks, it's simply, it could be, I could be anybody, any actress or any radio personality. And I'm going just for the audio. And, and honestly, the more you listen to your own voice, the less irritating you That's get to true. yourself. I've had nine years of it now. So <laughs> kind of used to it, even though I still hate my voice. <laughs> You remember the first comment we got on iTunes on no. our Stable Scoop show? Do you remember? No. The first, it's still there. I just looked. The first comment that we ever got nine years ago was the guy sounds like Kermit the Frog. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Gosh, I think that was right when you went out and purchased new equipment. <laughs> Probably was. I think the next day you're like, I need time to upgrade my We were on headsets mic. back then. I think they were like telephone headsets. Who they knew? were. We, we didn't know any better. <gasps> they were, Glenn. Yes. We had the little receptionist headsets yes, with the we did. fuzzy microphone. And you know, Skype was terrible. I mean, Skype's, we still fight with Skype to nine years later, but it was really bad back then. I mean, the quality well, was Well, imagine terrible. that. <laughs> think about how think about the evolution of technology and software over time and think about Skype. So nine almost nine years ago, we were we were using Skype. And we and it worked, but it was kludgy. Was it best. it was beta. I yes. think we use Skype in its beta form. That's right. It's the only way we could do the show, really. There wasn't a whole lot of options unless we did telephone and it was a mess. I mean it was just Gosh. it was it was a different world back then. Yeah. You know, I uh let's hear what Gemma has to say. Dears Talina, first off, a congratulations is in order regarding your new job and all the adventures it has in store. However, as fans of the TV show Doctor Who say, you never forget your first doctor. And I submit that as a podcast fan, you never forget your first host. And for me, your lovely, outgoing, passionate voice was the very first. Because of you and everything you worked to build, I was thrown headlong into this wonderful family we call HRN. We will miss you, but exciting things are waiting for you beyond the horizon. With fondest regards, bon voyage, Helena. Sincerely, Gemma. My heart, my <laughs> heart is breaking and bursting at the same time. Yeah, Thank you, a, Gemma. Oh, my gosh. She really is. Uh, and uh, the, uh, let's hear what Elizabeth had to say. Helena, this is Elizabeth Bourbon in San Antonio, Texas. And I am going to miss hearing you every week on the Stable Scoop. I've always loved your warmth and your compassion and your curiosity and your intelligence. And I think most of all, the fact that you're not a horse professional, or at least you're not working as one now. You're somebody kind of like me, passionate about horses, but having to work horses into your life along with a whole lot of other work stuff and family stuff and life stuff. So... I'm going to miss hearing you every week, but if I miss you too much, I should just head on over to your other shows. So I won't say goodbye, just hasta luego. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I, um, you know, Glenn, I really had no idea, to be honest with you. I really had no idea. Oh, we've just getting started. <laughs> 
you're just getting started. She made a good point, though. Uh, you know, and Gemma said too, and yeah. I never thought about what Gemma said. Let's go back to her a second. She said, "Your your first, con- it's like the Doctor Who thing. Your first Doctor Who, right? It's yeah. your your first contact with your first host." I never thought about that until she until she brought it up. I listened to a tech show done by Tom Merritt that I listened to him on his first tech show. By the way, he's been through about 10 different ones now. But I listened mm. to him about 12 years ago when podcasting wasn't on iTunes, when it was just on a website. And he was one of the first hosts I ever listened to. I still listen to him today, 12 sh- different shows later. So isn't that interesting? It is. Uh, you know, and the same. I had the same experience, only with a different host. It was Terry Gross from NPR's Fresh Air. When Grace was a baby, I mean, a baby in a stroller, I used to listen to Fresh Air with Terry while I took her for walks. And she remains, to this day, my idol. Your go-to, yeah. My go-to. Her her voice, her curiosity, her demeanor. Um, she has a calmness that I could never even touch. But, uh, yeah, you're right, Gemma. You, I guess you really don't realize how people affect you. You know, when... Years ago, I used to listen to FM radio to wake, you know, my alarm instead of having a beep, beep, beep when I'd get up for work. It would be, um, I think it was 107.9 or something in Boston. It was uh, Maddie in the morning. So if anyone who's in the Boston area will, will know Maddie in the morning. And they had the woman who did their traffic, Sue Tab. I loved her. But she did traffic, you know, and every once in a while she would, she would chat with those guys and they're funny, you know. And... She left, I think, because she was having a baby or whatever, career changes. And I really missed her presence there. You don't realize how someone's voice and their personality comes into your life every day and makes you smile or makes you feel good or makes you feel something. Right. You know, I, I, Dave Jackson, yeah. who's a school of podcasting, says you either either you, you got to do with the audience, you have to make them laugh, you have to make them cry, you have to make them feel something. And I think that you've done that over the years. I really do. I think you've done a better job than than all of us at that, to be honest. Mm. Um, you know, whether it was pity. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll, take I think it. It was pity. I'll take it however I can get it. <laughs> you know, I was looking down through the timeline here. Equestrian Collections was our first sponsor. And back, they sponsored us a month, two months after we started. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy that they would even do that, but they did. Chris, thank you so much for that. We did our first holiday gift guide. How many of those have we done over the years? Those Uh, were so much fun. Yeah. I mean, Helena and I still always like shopping. That was still one of our biggest things. And you know what? The first Horse Husbands episode I didn't realize was episode 27 back in 2009. We started. Oh the, wow! Yeah, we started the horse husband episodes and the what were they called? What did you do the women's ones? It was called the um, horse wives. It was the uh, oh yes, it was something horse wives, wasn't it? The real horse wives. The real horse wives episode. That's right. You guys did that. You and Jennifer used <laughs> to run that one. <laughs> uh, we did those at, at Hollow or at Valentine's Day. Remember, we always did them yes. around Valentine's Day, and then we did the the we no well. Right, right, right. We did the horse husbands, then we did the horse wives, and then we did, then we ended up doing like a matchmaking one, remember? (laughs) Yes, that was funny. (laughs) That was actually, we, we, didn't we, like somebody got hooked up from that episode? I think so. Remember, we, we don't have singles on and we didn't tell them about themselves. One of our listeners joined in and ended up marrying a a woman or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know who else was in early on? And hey, it was- if somebody comes to you and wants to do a podcast for horse matchmaking, save that one for me. I'll come out of retirement. For that one. <laughs> Liz Halliday, Liz Halliday, now Liz Halliday Sharp, was one of our first episodes. We did Extreme Horse Women, and she was one of them. And look, she's now hosting the eventing show. And that was back yep. in 2009 that we did that episode. On extreme, she was- she's a race car driver. That's right. She yeah. was in Cars and Horses. Yep. And now she's a host. The first Rolex, remember, we went to in 2009 together. That was so much fun. We went together. That's where we met Samantha Clark, who then ended up yep. hosting the WEG show, which was our second show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was all the way back then. Uh, that's where we met Samantha. So many relationships that last today or have become hosts or regular contributors to to our shows started on Stable Scoop. And I think a lot of non-Stable Scoop listeners don't realize that, that this was the impetus for many, many, many things that are happening now. Well, we had such a, um, we had such a diverse and broad topic list that you, you know, once when we dove into something that became popular, it was, we both knew like, this is going to become a spinoff show because it just, you know, people would really chew into it. They would bite down on that topic, like uh, Horse Tip Daily, you know, remember we had asked the vet on as well. What are your vet, Dr. Parrott? Dr. Parrott, he came out with lots of really good information. Well, goodness knows I was going, I I was spending a lot of time with him with with Zeke, bless his heart. Did he give you discounts Uh, for giving him publicity? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Vets and farriers, just not going to happen. Not going to happen. Nor should it. That's that's money well spent every single time. How about Julie Goodnight? We met her on episode 40. She's been coming yes. back on our shows ever since. Yep, uh, and then I met her at the Equine Affair in Massachusetts. Oh, it's it's a small horsey world. Well, uh, Janelle had something to say. Hi, Helena. This is Janelle Rhodes from McDavid, Florida. I just wanted to tell you how much I've enjoyed listening to you on Stable Scoop. Yours was the first voice I heard other than Glenn's when I started listening uh, just about a year ago. I enjoy your interviewing style. And your great stories about your own horsey family. And I feel privileged that you share your personal moments with us. The love of your new husband and the private and your daughter. And your excitement and hopes for the next adventures in your life. God bless. And thanks for all the fun you brought to the show and to my life while I'm doing mundane things like driving to work or doing my own scooping. <laughs> Even though we don't, I don't, we don't really know each other, I am really going to miss you. Good luck. Bye bye. <laughs> Glenn, I know. Some- I can't. <laughs> you, you can't. I, you can't. I can't. I told you to have tissues ready. Here, let's hear what April had to say. Okay. Hi, Glenn and Helena. This is April Kamek, and I just wanted to tell Helena goodbye, and I'm going to miss you dearly. I have loved listening to you on Stable Scoop and that Newport show. I mean, I live in Texas. One of the biggest thrills I get is listening to you and Buck on that Newport show. I really wish you all the best in the future, and I just am so thankful to at least be able to listen to you for the time I did. So good luck. Have a great time, and just, you know, keep life getting better and better. Have a great time. Bye. You know, Thank the, you, April. You were hoping when you started that Newport show, and we talked about it before you started it, about whether you get listeners from around the world, and you do. 
I mean, that's kind of cool. A we lo- do. A local show that get you know, you have, and she probably will never go to Newport, but she just likes listening to you. Again, it's well, all don't say that because Leslie Covington from Texas came to Newport oh, that's and true. we had a meetup and it was one of the best nights we had out in Newport. Yay. See, so Leslie is awesome. Yeah. Listeners, if you're ever on this side of the world, you must find me. I would love to have dinner, drinks, even go for a ride. She's not hard to find. Just go to that newportshow.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, Helena, we could not get through this entire episode without having the next person on because she is pretty much responsible for one of the funniest things that ever happened on our show. And and everybody that's a longtime listener now knows who's exactly going to be joining us here in a second or two, hopefully. If I got this arranged right, we Hello. There she is. There's Cat. <laughs> how are you, Cat? Yeah, how are you guys? Good. Hi, Mama Cat. We have to call her Mama Cat now. <laughs> you do. I know. Now, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. good. We're in the middle of uh, of Helena getting all emotional, and me too. And we could not. I know it's like bittersweet. It is. You were on so much before you had the baby, and longtime listeners will know exactly why Cat is on. She used to do a cooking <laughs> segment, and still, the top two episodes are the one we did on Lyme disease. And the naked dining episode. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, my claim to fame is naked dining. I'm yes. like, so this is what my child is going to remember about me. I'm like, this is awesome. What what better way to be remembered and put down in the book? So. I have a special treat. Neither one of you know this. I stumbled, and I mean stumbled, yesterday as I was looking at, as I was going through all the old files. I came across the conversation that we all had before the Naked Dining episode, and immediately after the Naked Dining episode. And I have put those together with the conversation of Naked Dining, and I have that ready to go to the end of the show. So make sure you stay to the end of the show, because what we said before and after was even funnier than the Naked Dining (laughs) episode itself. I don't know how I came across that. I was like, oh my God, I still have this. (laughs) So, the golden like nugget you straight. found. <laughs> <laughs> we did. So that'll be at the very end of the show. Plus, I have a, a lot of bloopers at the end too. So, <laughs> uh, but Kat, you, you, we haven't talked to you in a while. I know it has been ages. I feel like so out of touch. I'm like, who are these people contacting me? Oh yes, from my long life from before, and it seems like ages ago, but it's really not that long ago. But yeah. Um, I miss you guys like crazy. I miss the horse world like crazy, but motherhood has a way of like totally engulfing a person. And our big news is we just found out we're expecting Nielsen baby number two. Wow. So, ah. Wonderful. Yeah. So Yay. So yeah, it's total babies this way, but I wouldn't change it for the world. That's okay. There's just more, you're making more horse people. <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. This little one, like we know every horse's name. And every time we go past the pasture, she's like, mommy name. And I'm like, oh, I have had to come up with some crazy names because I'm like, I am out of names. Like I can't think of anything more. So I've been going through the archives and every lesson horse I ever used to ride has got a name out in pasture somewhere. So she loves her horses, loves riding. So that's good. good. <laughs> do you, do you know, when is the new baby due? In March. So we still have a ways to go. It's definitely early, but yeah, it's definitely something to look forward to, but it's also a challenge because 
chasing a two-year-old around now is really hard, but chasing it around when you're pregnant and really not feeling great is even harder. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, bless. Well, good. I'm happy to hear that. I'm so happy to hear there's going to be more of you guys, more awesomeness in the world. And the worst thing will come back. You know, it does. It's hard. It's hard to leave that part of you on hold. I don't want to say behind. You definitely put it on hold because it never goes away. Um, And it just, it changes a little bit as your kids get older and, and then, right. You share the bits and pieces of that part of you with them. And, and that's just as enjoyable. Yeah. And I, I can see that from you and kind of your relationship with your daughter and how you kind of have come full circle with it and brought her into it and things like that. So that's awesome. Like, yeah. you know, so I'm sad that I've had to give up like the cooking side, like, cause now it's like, get something on the dinner table as fast as we can, or you don't have a lot of time. So it's evolved my cooking to something that I'm not used to. Cause I used to have all the time in the world. Yeah. Um, so it's a little different. And I, you know, my blog was actually up for, renewal. And I'm like, I can't let it go. I love it. I know I'm going to get back to it. It's just going to be a really long time. Um, so yeah, so it's like, I know it's all going to come back and it's definitely been a struggle trying to make it work, but you know what it things like right now I've been making a lot of costumes. I never thought I was going to be doing that, but I find it's really enjoyable and it's something Em and I can do together. So that's what we're doing kind of now and later all the other stuff will come back. Yes, ma'am. At least you're doing things. You're doing creative, productive, exciting things that stimulate your soul, right? You know, it's a lot of people just, a lot of moms just slide into the abyss of, you know, reactivity, getting it done. Um, But if you maintain that thread of of passion, even, even if it's something you never thought you would do, then the energy level stays high and, you know, you just spread it out to your kids and to the world. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy you're back. This is awesome. Thank you. Glenn, you're yeah, the bomb. No, I'm just, I'm, well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's always great to hear that words of encouragement and that I think I'm doing pretty okay. So, but yeah, it's exciting and I'm definitely finding new ways to channel my creativity. But, you know, I'm also looking to say, okay, well, how can I, like, including Emma in the kitchen? You know, that's been kind of fun to do. Um, but you know, you never know where you're going to find dough or pieces of food later on, but (laughs) I want her to enjoy the kitchen too. So, oh my gosh. And I'll have to send you guys a video later. It's the cutest thing in the world, but she loves cookie dough. And I'm like, you're not even two. Well, she's now two, but she wasn't two at the time. And I'm like, I'm teaching to eat shortbread cookie dough. And I'm like, this is probably so wrong, but it's my kid. She's got to like cookie dough. Like she's got to do it this way. (laughs) Have you you made your macaroons for her? I haven't. That's like, that's really time consuming and crazy. Okay. Okay. So I haven't yet, but it's one of those things that I'm hoping before baby number two comes along that I can make and really get her to enjoy. Cause I think I know she'll love it. Like who, who wouldn't love macaroons? Exactly. Especially yours. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, you know, and I hear, I hear cooking naked is much more freeing too. I'm just saying. Oh, Glenn. Oh, she loves to cook naked. I don't know about me cooking naked, <laughs> but my daughter loves to cook naked all the time. And let me tell you, it's a lot easier to clean up than if you get stuff all over you. I wouldn't That's recommend true. doing it in front of a stove, <laughs> but like cutting and prep work, absolutely, I recommend it. <laughs> we, we've li- we're living by the Instant Pot now. I love the Instant Pot. I just love that thing. Really? Oh, man. I, we're li- I cook it three nights a week. 
Well, okay. Let me ask you this because I have looked at it and I can see the benefit in it, but everybody I've talked to who has one says the cleaning on it is absolutely horrible. The what? The cleaning of it because there's so many components to it. Oh no, you take the pot out and you wash the lid off and you're done. I have, I don't spend any time cleaning. <laughs> Maybe I'm supposed to and don't. Are I you don't supposed know. to, Glenn? I don't yeah, know. I, I don't say, know. It hasn't killed supposed- us yet, so I guess I'm fine. <laughs> it hasn't killed us yet. This is cleaning process. Well, <laughs> sorry, I got a smoker for Christmas and I was so excited about it. But then, like when you actually read that you're supposed to clean like every stinking part every time, I'm like. This is too much work. Have you seen professional smokers? They don't clean those things for a hundred years. That's what makes it so well, that's good. What I was thinking, I'm like, well, why do I have to clean mine? Like, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> no, no, that's what makes it's patina. It's good patina. Well, Kat, thank you so much for joining us today. We couldn't do this without you. Everybody must stay tuned to the end of the show. I have found some golden nuggets that uh, these guys didn't even... I guarantee the listeners have not heard them, and you haven't heard them (laughs) since March 28th of 2014, which is when that episode came out. Oh, my gosh, we're getting old. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Kat. It was so good to have you you back on. Oh, and good luck with you guys with both of your little babies, your littles. Keep us updated. I want to know when the new one comes. Will do. Absolutely. You guys take care. Many hugs and love. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank Ciao, you, Bella. Bye bye. Well, we can't uh, also, there's only two guests on this show, and the second one, of course, we have to have on because we could not not have her on, and I think Helena probably can take a guess, although I haven't told her really anything about the show yet, so. No, I have no idea. (laughs) Greetings, people of Earth! (laughs) Finally! Thank you! That's like oxygen. That's like why this, like, water in the desert, oxygen... Hi. Hi. Coach What's Jen. <laughs> I ate my lunch really f- too fast and now my tummy's upset. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? That's what's I going think... on in my life. What's happening with Nigel? Why is he Feeling why does he have sore muscles? I want to know this. Oh, um well, when we put his um embarrassingly expensive fancy new glue on shoes on his feet, um we put um, pads in there basically is what they are. You just moldable, squishy stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. when a horse has really soft, thin soles, they want pads in there to protect them. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what the way it works. Well, apparently Nigel didn't. Um, by the next morning, Nigel could barely walk, so he spent the entire night all tensed up, leaning back on his bum, Aww. trying to take the weight off of his front feet. So his muscles were all seized up and I, I took the video right. I turned the camera sideways, but it didn't come out right. But when everybody thinks they're looking at bumps, when in fact, if you look really carefully at the video, when I press on the acupressure point on his above his hip, it made all the muscles in his, in his lower back all spasm. And it was kind of cool. So I wanted to take a picture of it. We're such geeks. We are the original horse geeks, I swear. (laughs) I love this because because it's Helena's final episode. She talks to Jennifer at first thing, acts about her horse. That's just perfect. This is is how Steve's group got started. This is the scoop. It's always been, well, every Wednesday morning, it would be, remember, I work for Jen on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. 
And Wednesday mornings, it would be just me and Jen in the feed room. I'd be like, what's going on with this horse? What's going on with your horse? <laughs> right? At the time, um, you had Hazel. You had crazy Hazel. And we were, like, trying to figure out what to... I don't know. We were trying to find some kind of on a horse. Yeah, lobotomy would have helped that horse. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're trying to figure out some kind of natural calming supplement at the time, but there was always some scoop to be had. And you know, five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, no one else is around to bother you. You could really dish, and so we—that's just our thing. I could talk to Jen. I could not talk to Jennifer for months at a time, and within the first fifteen seconds, we we have a conversation going that's totally geeked out. Well, I know, I know Jennifer is going to miss chatting with you here on the show too, because she filled in for me a lot. See, now every time I, every time I chat with Helena, it's because we're having fun, not because I have to work. Not because she's working. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I'll probably end up talking to Jennifer more. More now. now. (laughs) It's true. You know, that's the one thing for, for the listeners, you're, you're kind of going away, although they can go listen to your other shows, which a lot of them do. Uh, but for, you know, uh, for us, we're, we know we're still going to be friends forever and talk to you all the time. So, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Well, Jennifer, we have a lot to do uh, yet on the show today. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you, Miss Jennifer. I didn't get a chance to ask Helena how Brody's doing. Come on. Oh, well, we better get He's one last doing- Brody report. <laughs> He's doing very well. Your suggestion for mixing things up really worked. Yay! The only problem is I have to mix things up every single time I ride. (laughs) (laughs) Testing those creative gears, are we? The last time I got on them, I literally got on, spurred him out of the barn, and galloped into the field. He was like, whoa, what are we doing? Oh, my God, but this is kind of fun. He's been great. He's been good. There you go. He's gained some pounds. He's gained some weight because he's at home eating grass. But other than that, his energy level seems to be back. And oh, it's on the upswing. Good. It's on the upswing. Yeah, he's still as plug. You know, he's still pluggy because that's just Brody. But his energy level seems to be almost a hundred percent back. Still a little bit to go, but much, much, much improved since the last time we spoke. Yay! I know. <laughs> Well, that's See, ending on a happy note right there. <laughs> and, you know, Helena, bad. for all the listeners' benefit, Helena will definitely keep us up to date on our horse. You don't have to worry I will, about that. of course. Horses, actually. But, yeah. So, uh, thank you, Jennifer. I'm thank you, Jennifer. Tell. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. There you got to talk to two of your favorite people on the show, and that's why I wanted to make sure they were on. I'm so glad you did that. And you've got to listen to the end of the show, everybody. You really do. <laughs> well, you know, other people we met along the way early on in 2009, Dr. Tucker, the dentist. And he is, by the way, our dentist to this day. He comes out, he comes out once a year to do our horse's teeth. Lucky you. Yeah, so we get Dr. Tucker, and, and it's so nice. And you know what? When he's here, we spend hours just talking. I mean, we do, this is an appointment he doesn't make much money on because we just end up talking. But we met him on the show so many years ago. Some other fun people. How about the horse ballers from Canada? What a fun group they were. And oh, then, yeah. remember, when they came to WAG, Jennifer and I had the whole entire French horseball team over to dinner one night during WAG. We ordered $100 worth of Chinese and sat around <laughs> on the floor because there wasn't room for all of them. There were like 25 of them in our house during WAG. And they loved it because they said they'd been gone for so long that it was just fun to eat in the house. And yeah. and it, most of them spoke French to understand a word they said. But the <laughs> horse ballers, they were so much fun. So, hi, guys. I hope you're listening. You guys were great. Darlie Newman. Equitrekking. 
probably our only Emmy Award winner on the show. <laughs> on the That's show. one of one is plenty. <laughs> one is great. Thank you, Darlie. Seriously, we've, we've talked thank to you. Her a number of times over the years, and still a good friend of ours. But then there's this girl. What is it? What is it with girls and horses? She says, Now when I was a young girl, they were my whole world. I did. It was so much fun. It was the world premiere. Um, and I have to brag on my sweet, amazing husband because he did everything. He filmed the whole thing and edited that deal and, and made it all go. So bless his heart. We're kind of, he's the Renaissance cowboy, and I guess I'm kind of. A little bit of the Renaissance cowgirl. What is it? What is it with girls and, and if you don't know who that is, just turn it off now. You don't deserve to listen. <laughs> that is Tempe. Oh, she's awesome. Did you realize we've had her on since 2009? Really? Course, yes, that's when we had her on, August 2009. She had just gotten done Briarfest where they premiered that song. Girls and Horses. That was the very start of Girls and Horses, which is probably what the most popular horse song in the world. Yeah, yeah. And she's been, of course, uh, uh, you know, regular over on Horses in the Morning as we play her music all the time. And they're still out there making music. And God bless her and Sam. But we met her on Stable Scoop. A lot of people don't realize that jockey yep. Frankie Lovato. <gasps> Frankie. Uh, I know, who became good friends of ours over the years and been made many appearances on, on this and Horses in the Morning. Uh, unfortunately, lost and his, his equisizer. wife. Yeah, lost his wife along the way in a car accident. Sandy. And, Beautiful, sweet Sandy. Uh, and we had her on, too, if you remember right. Yep. Yeah, yeah so. that was that was a heartbreaking time. Yeah, it really was, and it's and a heartbreaking uh, time. unfortunately, he's just not felt comfortable with coming back since then because I think this was kind of a thing he did with Sandy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand it, but we wish Frankie the best, and thank you so much for your friendship, and we're going to keep be, keep being friends for all these uh, for the for a lot of years to come. One of the biggest guests we had on early on, you remember Monty Roberts. And, uh, and you got to do an Equestrian Legends with Monty Roberts then, too. I did. Talk about being, <laughs> talk about stressful and anxious. Oh, my gosh. And Debbie Laux, of course, who now hosts the Horsemanship Radio Show. It's where we met Debbie, too. Was uh, She was is one of my favorite people in the whole world. Well, she kind of thinks highly of you, too. Let's hear Hi, this is Debbie from Horsemanship Radio and the Horse Radio Network going out to Helena. I am so sad that um, our relationship was short-lived. One episode I got you on, but I hope that I get to have you on more often because the first time I ever heard you talk about doing a join-up with Brody and that it was just a breakthrough relationship uh, with a horse that you've known so long. I just wanted to cry with you uh, for joy, and you're just such a sweetheart, and it comes through on your voice and the smile, and I just wanted to get to know you better, but I hope you will uh, down the road with um, as, as a guest, and then I get to hear you as a guest on more shows, and I'm just so proud of all the work. You're just inspiring for all the work that you've done um, to keep Glenn busy. And to keep him on track. <laughs> and uh, the two of you are just chemistry, and we will miss that. And I feel privileged to have been even a part of it while you were here on the network. Love you. Bye. 
That's such an honor. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That is such an honor. Yep. Thank we, you, Debbie. We met her on Stable Scoop, too. I think a lot of listeners are, are realizing now the effect that this show has had. Lynn Palm, I did a show at her house. <laughs> Uh, here oh. not too long ago on her front porch. Uh, and she's been, of course, coming on for years, all the Valentine's mm. episodes we did. How about Lindsay White? We met her originally on Riders for Helmets. Yes. Uh, yeah. And she's uh, she's a good friend of ours to this day. And Lynn Palm is one of my idols. Yep. And, you know, she's I remember you were probably more nervous about her than you were Monty at that point early on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. L- women leaders in our industry. Um get, I, I, I respect them so much. And, you know, some people get starstruck with, um, you know, celebrities and and singers and, you know, actors and stuff like that. I get starstruck by Lynn Palm, Gina Miles, Margie Goldstein, you know, that's just my, were were there ones that you were really nervous for? Were there anybody you were really nervous for? Um, you and I didn't get nervous too much, but I was really nervous for Monty. I do. I, I have to say I was really nervous for Monty. Um, and Gina, I mean, she'd come right. It was right after she won the silver Olympics. So you're like, Oh my gosh, what kinds of questions can I ask this amazing person? You know, I'm just this little peon. How am I supposed to dive into a meaningful conversation with this woman who can wipe the floor with me and my horse, <laughs> you know? Um, but really other than that, I think my genuine curiosity and respect for the people that we were talking to had eased whatever anxiety I had. So, you know, once you get to start talking to somebody, um, they're, and they're horse people just like us. So they love to talk about their horses and that makes the conversation flow. I think that's been part of our success. A big part of our success at horse radio, especially on stable scoop is that people just like to chat about their horses. So no matter how nervous I might be before the conversation starts, once it's underway, it's very comfortable. It's always been very comfortable. It's interesting too. One of the listeners said earlier that that you're like that you're not a superstar rider. You're, and I think she thought, oh, I don't want to offend Helena, right? You're just a regular oh, heck person no. you like can't me. Offend me. <laughs> but you that's, can't offend me. We talked about that, guys, before we ever started the show or the Horse Radio Network, because I was just a horse husband. What do I know? Uh, and you know, and Helena was a was basically a, a horse owner. You know that uh, knew a little bit more than most horse owners, but was a horse owner. Never competed at the highest levels. Fox hunted and had some fun with my wife along the years, but you know, neither one of us were, I would say, accomplished in the horse world. But oh heck, t- no! I think I was jumping cross rails when we met, and yeah. doing schooling shows, and you know, a couple of uh, maybe if I did a training level test, uh, fox I was hunted. all right. You but, did fox hunt, yeah, yeah, yeah at that yeah, point. Yeah. But, you know, we, we talked about that. We were like, well, how are we, <laughs> these two schmucks, going to do a show about horses? What do we know? We have no credibility. We- well, that was the point. We didn't, we didn't put ourselves off as folks who That's knew. Right. We wanted to talk to people who did know so that we could learn. And then our listeners learned along with us. That's that, the that was the conversation, right? I mean, that was like, yeah. okay, well, then let's not claim to be anything we aren't. And we certainly have never done that in this show. But no. uh, <laughs> the only thing I became an expert at was hawk injections, elbow injuries, whatever was going wrong that with bills. my horse at the time. <laughs> yeah, that bills. I could, we're horse shopping. How about the 99 million horses oh, that yes. I would <laughs> I forgot about all those horse shopping. Let's not forget. That pretty much made up the first four years of stable <laughs> That's true. Helena's <laughs> horse shopping. And then it was Helena's saddle shopping. That's true. Every episode, horse shopping. <laughs> That's for, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Denise had something to say. 
this message is for Helena. Helena, I'm going to really miss you. Um, it's been great working with you. You're actually my favorite of the hostesses on the Horse Radio Network. So I really hate seeing you go. I hope that you'll come back and do guest appearances and maybe you'll decide to come back even. <laughs> That's what Aww. I'm hoping. Anyway, you're a wonderful person and it's been really nice. Thanks a lot. This is Denise, your guest wrangler. Sorry, this is a wonky message. <laughs> oh, it's so not wonky, Denise. Oh, I'm going to miss you. She's awesome. I remember when you first decided that we needed the guest wrangler. It was time, and you're like, we have the perfect person. Yeah, and she has been amazing. And she, uh, she, when she heard the news, she was really bummed. <laughs> she, oh. she contacted me right away and was like, what? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. no. Yeah. How about the all-hosts holiday shows? Oh, my God. <laughs> We started those like nine years ago. It was like early on. I know. We did those. But you know what? It's like the only chance I get to talk to like Philip and Wendy and, you know. Well, some of them are going to have something to say later too. But it wasn't all rosy, people. Um, Wasn't all rosy. And I have some bloopers to prove it. Thank you. And if you're a small farm owner, do you train or teach horses less? Let's start that over, Brian. Cut that. Start over. <laughs> Let's talk about another willing partner, and that's the Barnworks. Hey, you're lying. Oh. <laughs> I knew that. I was lost on the Pony Express page. Um, <clears throat> my line. <laughs> Can we start over? <laughs> Cut. <laughs> So, Allison, I, I, I'm so excited to hear that you are a responsible person <laughs> because, um, I, I mean, I have an idea as to why the pooch paddock, why you might have started the pooch paddock. Tell us, though, the how you got started and really what was what was oh, it? Hold on. Point? Hold on. I just opened up her website and her dog's barking. That's good because I was totally choking on my own words. <laughs> All right, I think the dogs have stopped now. I can't talk when I get excited. (laughs) So true. And be sure to listen in next week as we have another great show for you. And you can find our show notes at stablescoop.com, all the links to today's show. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you could use as a blooper. I am. You know what? Mary was right. The day is just going to go downhill from <laughs> For those of you who are listening, I mean, we've cut out. I just can't even talk. We've cut out like I don't know, ten minutes worth of tape because I'm just a mess. You can put this at the end, Brian. <laughs> oh, wait, am I starting? Yeah, oh, I usually do. So I was just oh. waiting. <laughs> I can do it. I don't know. No, no. This is episode 100 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. The Unwanted Horse Part... No, this is not... We don't know what that's going to be. No, it's the Unwanted Horse Part 2. We're putting the second half of that oh, in it. Okay. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> and don't forget, you, you... Oh, crap. You know what? <laughs> Blooper reel. Blooper reel. Sorry. Scoop Radio Show. Remember that you can find all the links to everything we talked about today, all those cool websites, all those places you can go on vacation this year. You can find them all at stablescoop.com. Episode number 97. Six. Wait, oh, I think. <laughs> See, that wasn't part of the four minutes where I wasn't thinking, or I was supposed to think. Sorry. This is episode, episode 96. number 96, and that's where you'll find all of them. <laughs>
Why don't we do that, uh, Brian? Just take that part out where she didn't know what she should have known <laughs> had she heard it. <laughs> take out the part where I act like an idiot. Oh, wait. That would be the, the whole show. show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I have hours of that, by the way. <laughs> I, you must have been dying yesterday. I was. And I will play some of that at the end of the show. One thing we could never get right in 400 and how many episodes? 68 episodes closing. is the closing. We could never get the close. We didn't even practice it. And we couldn't get it right. So I oh. have about 10 or 12 of those at the end, at the closing. <laughs> <laughs> then we started Attack and Habit Show. A lot of people don't know that. We started another show called Tack and Habit, which was all about products. I loved Tack and Habit. And I didn't know, you know, longtime listeners are going to know the name Perky Jerky. <laughs> we, I thought Perky Jerky was Staple Scoop. It wasn't. It was Tack and Habit. Oh. We did a review of Perky Jerky on episode nine on Tack and Habit. So I couldn't find it. I kept looking. And then I found it on Tack and Habit show. Why did we end up reviewing Perky Jerky, which wasn't even heard of back then? No, no, we didn't. We didn't know about it. They were in like one store. They were in like a video store. Yeah, and I. Oh, does that, I don't know where I found it to review it. But where did you find? It? I don't know, but I knew you like jerky. So Costco, I, and we no, thought it, it was funny as hell that they had this jerky that was like like an energy drink, an energy yeah. jerky. Well, we so. both liked jerky, yes. and, and we both were like, we definitely do not need a, a stimulant. But, <laughs> but let's we, just do it. Remember, for I had a case. We couldn't find anywhere, so I had a case. I bought a case and shipped it to you directly from the company. You remember that? I remember when a case of jerky <laughs> showed up at my front door. I I think I drooled on the box. I, I mean, was like, oh my god, it's perky. We didn't let you eat it until the show because we wanted you to taste it on the show. We ate a lot of food on the show over the years. Can I, really but did. can I make a confession? Yeah. Can I make a confession? You didn't like it? I ate it first. I ate it before. Ah, we you liar. How could I not? Have, I mean, come on. How could I not taste this beautiful turkey jerky, perky well, jerky? Well, I have a little sound from perky jerky days. Oh, good. Well, oh, turkey. Oh, Turkey perky jerky. They have turkey perky jerky now? How much fun is that to say? Turkey perky jerky? <laughs> hey, there's now a phone number on here. I'm going to call them. You should. We should call them on the show. Okay. We should call them right now and say, perky jerky people. Let's do it. trying to help you. Let's do it. Be a, it's, they even have a link that says be a jerk. Well, we're jerks. P- of course we, we are. We can qualify for that. Perky Jerky is your brand. It, it, what does that mean? It means we want you to share in the excitement, hilarity, and success of Perky Jerky. Oh, really? Then call us back. <laughs> All right. That's it. Let me just, uh, we're going to call them right now. Amazing home and they never call you back. All right. You want me to talk? Of course. Okay. Here we go. You're the schmoozer in the family. Calling Perky Jerky. Please leave your name. Ah! A brief message and someone will contact you shortly. Thanks and have a perky day. At the tone, that was please cute. record your message. That was cute. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. 
Hi, this is Glenn and Helena from the uh, Tech and Habit Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. And we have been talking about your product for months and months and months. And we've been trying to get somebody on the air, so we thought we'd just try and call today while recording the show. Because we love your product, and we can't get anybody on to talk about it. And now we come on here, and we see that you have turkey perky jerky. And we want cases of it. And we want all our friends to have cases of it. So we would like you to email me at Glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com, and we would love to get you on the air to talk about Perky Jerky because you, you have to be the product we have talked about the most in all of our shows. Yes, we're so big fans. We're hoping to hear from you because if we don't hear from you, we're just going to keep calling. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> okay, so I totally feel like I'm in fifth grade. <laughs> I'm on the phone with my best friend, like pranking the Perky Jerky people. <laughs> They probably, do you think they're actually going to write back? I'd have my doubts. I don't think there's even anybody there. It's probably I don't like either. somebody's garage and, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, you saw the pictures of the guys. They kind of look like they've been, uh, they've been, uh, you know, on the weed. They were been in the bus with Willie Nelson a little too long is what it What did you say? Like. They've been on the weed? <laughs> they've been on the weed in the bus with Willie Nelson <laughs> oh, for no. way too long. Well, uh, one of those guys then called us. <laughs> And responded to that and came on the show about 10 episodes later. So we started talking about Perky Jerky, Perky Jerky on episode 9. We talked about it pretty much on every episode to episode 49 and then called and made that crank call. They called us back and the owner of the company came on with us. Remember that? Me? Yeah, Selena. Yeah, oh. we're live again. <laughs> I cr- I couldn't tell if we were, we were live or not. <laughs> we're live oh again. Gosh. But do you remember he came back on? He came on with us then? Yes, oh, I do. Yeah. I do. He was, he was very nice, but you know what? He didn't sound stoned we didn't at get all. Any more, we didn't get more product <laughs> no, we after didn't. that. No, no, I don't think he liked us. But then no. they went on to become famous and are in a bunch of stores now, all thanks to us. They, they ended up getting picked up by Target, but the bags were like, it was like $9 for a small mm-hmm. bag for like three ounces of jerky. I know. It really wasn't then, that perky. Uh, <laughs> so. so they got a little cocky with their jerky. Yeah, they did. Yeah, but we, we had more fun with perky jerky. <laughs> it's It was good stuff. I, I, do they still make it? Do they yeah, still oh, sell yeah. It? I still see it in Home Depot. Home it Depot is, carries it. It's very tasty It's still $10 stuff, for a little bag of two, six sticks. <laughs> yeah. It's still expensive. It's good. It's jerky crack. <clears throat> How about Daniel Stewart? My fave. Dave, I still ride with him every time he comes to town and do, does a clinic. And we met him in 2010 on this show, Daniel Stewart. You're good friends with him. You've, you've scribed for him. I've uh, scribed for him. That is an experience. Let me tell you, this man has more energy and knowledge than, and, and can spit it out with a rhythm and an organization like I have never seen before. You try writing that crap down <laughs> at his speed. I'm like... Oh my, that is pressure. And it's funny because he does these pressure proof clinics, you know, how to perform under pressure. And I'm like, you know, well, these people, these riders are under less pressure than me scribing for him. Well, and a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful coach, human being, rider, horseman. I cannot say enough positive things about Daniel Stewart. If you have an opportunity to ride with him or even audit one of his clinics, do it. If you have to travel to do so do it love him 
Then we talked a lot over the years about the Tournament of Roses parades. I think we've had every act, <laughs> every horse group that was in the Tournament of Roses parades for years, we had them on. And uh, every year we'd have our Tournament of Roses episode around Christmas time and talk yeah. to them before they rode in the parade. It was a lot of fun. We met Sammy Joe, zebra trainer, and, and she provides all kinds of wild animals for the movies and stuff. We're going to go see Sammy Joe on our tour of Texas. So we're going to stop and see her. That started back in 2010, seven years ago. That'll be a very interesting trip. Yeah. And remember she was driving zebras? She had zebras yes. taught to drive and ride and all that kind of stuff. She jumped them about three feet. I mean, she was yep. doing everything. It still does. Anna Twinney, of course, uh, horse whisperer and uh, just an overall terrific person, animal communicator. And she just, uh, she's been a friend of ours ever since. I did a special episode with her one-on-one because I'm not a real big believer in in the whole animal communication thing, but I think by the end of that episode, I was pretty convinced. That was a great episode. And Anna was, she handled your inquisitiveness and you were pretty good. You were very respectful. I didn't come at her. No, no, no. You were the respectful uh, skeptic. And I I thought the banter, the back and forth between the two of you was a very enlightening conversation. I mean, there's are a lot of us who want to believe, but who are skeptics and we feel badly about being skeptics because we want to believe so badly. So you really represented some of those question marks for us. And Anna did a great job of answering you very directly. It was one of my favorite interviews. Courtney King died right after her accident. I think we're the first audio show that she did. Uh, it, yep, she, she we came were. on and talked to us and uh, uh, still think about her and her kids. She's doing pretty well. Christy Landwehr from the Certified Horsemanship Association started back in 2011 and now has been hosting once a month on the Horses in the Morning show for four years. But her yep. first appearance was then, and she has words for you too. Hi, Helena. Christy Landwehr here. And I was definitely introduced to the Horse Radio Network because of you and Stable Scoop. I was on that show long before I did anything with Horses in the Morning. And now, of course, uh, co-host one of the shows with Glenn, which is super. So we are thrilled um, about everything that you've done and so appreciate it. And thank you and good luck with all of your new adventures. Bye-bye. Right around the same time, we had this person on our show. Hi, everybody. It's Reese from the Horse from the Dressage Radio Show, and I was just calling Helena to say that we love you, and we're going to really, really miss you. I always love hearing your voice on the other side, uh, especially at our Christmas show, but we are going to really, really miss you, and we wish you all the best luck on your new venture, and keep in touch with us all here at the Horse Radio Network. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, girl. Bye. Oh, another one of my favorites. I want to ride with Reese so bad. You should. You should. I, you get to I Kentucky do. again. She would be happy to let that happen. I know. I might just go meet her down in Florida one winter. and. Oh, and Wellington. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'm going to focus on some dressage with Brody. Uh, I, I think that's what I'm going to going to do in, in the next year. So I don't know. Maybe my, my chubby little beast and I will get a chance to ride with Reese someplace warm and sunny. I hope you do. I hope you do. She certainly, uh, she certainly has been, you know, a lot of people don't realize either. And I just did an interview with Jessica Rhodes for Interview Connections and for mm-hmm. her podcast, who you know. She lives in Rhode Island. You know her very well. Yeah. And I did an interview and she wanted to know how we find hosts. And I said, I said, Helena's second sight. 
Yeah. Uh, because every host that pretty much we've hired along, we have 32 now in the network. Every host pretty much has come through. If they were coming on one of our shows, they came as an interview first. We didn't tell them. We'd have them on as an interview first on Stable Scoop. And then mm -hmm. I would get your opinion after, and you would say yes or no. Uh, yeah. so, so they never knew that they weren't hired. <laughs> they got to know. And that, and they didn't know, like Reese, that she was also being interviewed, uh, you know, to see if she'd be a good host. And it was you that always, you know, determined that it was your it was your Italian second sight. Yeah, um, some people would call it hypervigilance. It, it comes from growing up in a very volatile household. Uh, but you definitely learn to, or I did, you develop a sense for when someone's being authentic, when they. I think it's just that, that authenticity. I think all horse people have a passion, but not everybody really wants to share that. Not everybody wants to talk and connect. Like, for example, you know, your our mission at Horse Radio Network was to bring the horse world together, right? Yep. So that's one podcast statement. at a time. Yep. Right. And you definitely, I definitely got a sense of hosts who were in line with that mission who felt the same way that we did. Whatever it is that we know, we want to share. And whatever it is that you know, we want to hear. And you get a sense of that in someone's voice. So, um, Well, there's a few others also along the way that we met. And of course, one of the biggest, the biggest episode that we ever did was the Lyme and People episode. Um, it's yeah. still the most downloaded. And that's because the, the, uh, the people from all the Lyme organizations picked it up and promoted it, and it just went nuts. Uh, second biggest was, was the one you heard earlier, Flexible Nuts with Kat. Uh, we met Dan James along the way and Road to the Horse. That all started here on Stable Scoop, the relationship with Road to the Horse. Uh, Karen Chatton, who is now host of the Endurance Show. Over yeah, that was my Karen was the first my first exposure to endurance at all. I was like, whatever. Endurance is so boring. I don't like those endurance people. And then we had Karen on. And I was like, all right, maybe I could do the Tevis Cup next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming up next week, too. So Karen, was, you know, of course, has been hosting the Endurance episode now for, what, five years on... Uh, but she started on Stable Scoop. That's it is no way, no way. No, I do not years. believe it's not been five. No, it has not. It has. She was a very early on. Yeah. Yep. It has not been five years since I first interviewed Karen Chatton. Oh, it's been longer than that. Glenn, why do you lie? Okay, it might be, it might be four years. 2013, so it was four years. So she's been coming on for three or four years on the Horses in the Morning. Still, 2013. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then uh, Karina had this to say. Hi, this is Karina Marote from Stanwood, Washington. And I want to wish Helena a big farewell. I'm going to miss her. I hope she checks in occasionally and lets us know how Brody's doing, how how her daughter's doing, and how life is in general, especially as a maybe a eight-to-five working person um, with a regular work schedule. Anyway, I've really enjoyed all the episodes. I uh, was hooked when she and Sissy did the, the podcast about fox hunting, um, and that led me into the rest of the Horse Radio Network shows, and I listen to all of them, even if I'm always behind. Anyway, farewell, Helena. Do check in. Oh, thank you, Karina. All that. Oh, my heart. <laughs> Here's some more. My icy heart is this melting. This message is for Helena. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's another. Hi, this is Sandy Ross Vanis from Western Pennsylvania. 
I can't begin to tell you how much I appreciate all that you have done for Horse Radio Network and thus the listeners. I will miss your cheerful and happy voice, your kind advice, and I wish you all the best in the future. Thanks. Of course, you did. Thank you, Sandy. You did Chasing a Fox, too. We met Elisa Wallace along the way. Scott Trees, the photographer. Oh, what yeah. a nice guy he is. He, had, he, he shot those beautiful Arabians. Yeah, what a nice guy. We've had him on a number of times. He did some tips with us on photography. Yeah. Um, here's a few more. Oh, Helena, one of the founding voices of the Horse Radio Network. This is Robin in Willits, California. And although I couldn't live farther from you and still be in the United States, I uh, feel like you're a neighbor. I've enjoyed your your stories and your laughter so very much, and I wish you the best in your new adventures. Oh, thank you. Hi, Helena. This is Gail Stewart from Texas. I want you to know how much I enjoyed working with you on Stable Scoop and how I love sharing stories about some of our, of our favorite horses in history. You and Glenn made it so fun. I wish you the very best in your new venture. Take extra good care. Now, I will say this. Stable Scoop is going to continue, but I I don't I didn't a good point to bring this up. I didn't want to have another co-host because I didn't think nobody was going to replace you on Stable Scoop. And that's what it would that's what I've been in my mind trying to do is replace you. And that wasn't going to work for me. It wasn't going to work for the new co-host. It wouldn't have been fair to the new co-host, right? Yeah. So yep. that's the reason I elected to go the way I did. We're, there's going to be a special little podcast coming out here in an episode in the next couple of days where I'll kind of explain where Stable Scoop's going to go. I'm working on a few of the, the things. Let's just say it's going to change. We're still going to do a product review. That's about the only thing that's going to be the same. But it's going to change. I hope, I hope that you're going to like the changes. It's going to be totally different. And I will tell you this, it's not going to be an interview show. So, and I will not have a co-host actually. Uh, but we do have some very interesting things planned that I really think you're going to like. It's going to be much different than it is now and much different than any of the shows we're doing. I'm trying to, I always try with what we do to stay ahead of the curve and to constantly be going outside the box. Well, that's the way we're thinking for the new stable scoop is a little bit outside the box, but I will tell you this, it's going to involve you. It's going to, you're going to be part of the new show. Looks like you were part of the old show. So be ready because many of you are going to be helping out. Uh, I think that you're going to like what's, what's coming up. It's going to take us about a month to get that together. So I will say this, and we'll announce all the details in this next little episode coming out. Look for it in your feeds. We are going to do, in the month of April, on Stable Scoop, to buy us some time to get the new show ready, the first ever Equestrians Got Talent. So we're going to be asking you to submit your songs, your poetry, your dramatic readings while galloping your horse, uh, reading the phone book underwater, whatever your talent is, even if it sucks. We want it, and we want to hear it, and we're going to play those on each episode during the month. We're going to have a tournament. We're going to play those during, uh, during the month of August, and we're going to have you, the listeners, vote on them after each episode, just like on America's Got Talent, or on American Idol, where they got the vote 
You're going to get to vote on the winners each week, and the final week, we're going to bring the winners back for, for a final competition where they have to go against each other in the finals, and then you're going to get to vote on the winner of that. So we're hoping that you have a lot of fun with it. We really want you to participate. Look how many people submit for Radiothon each year, right? Um, so yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so we, and we know they have a heck of a lot of talent. <laughs> so we're just going to ask you to oh, do that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's just from listening to the holiday episodes right. when you call in. Yep. <laughs> so we're hoping that you do the same thing here. If this, if this turns out good or well or exciting and people like it, we'll do it every year. But it will be the first Equestrians Got Talent. More details on how to enter here coming up. Uh, more messages for you. Hi, this is Mo Meyer. I'm calling to say goodbye to Helena. I'm so sad for us. I'm so happy for you because it sounds like you have the next great adventure. And while I don't have a favorite episode, I would say that when you interviewed me for um, my fabulous auditor review from Horse Lovers Products, thank you again, Horse Lovers, uh, you said, I know her name's Maureen, but I'm going to call her Mo because then it sounds like I'm talking to my best friend. And that's the way I feel when I hear you on Stable Scoop. It's like listening to a great girlfriend just hanging around the barn, and I will miss that. <sighs> I feel like these are all my friends. <laughs> they are. Here's Wow. Hi, Helena. It's Nikki Lambert. I'm still super bummed that you were leaving Stable Scoop because I'm going <laughs> to miss your stories and I'm certainly going to miss the fox hunting segment because if it wasn't for you and your intervention, I would have never got into fox hunting, which I am totally addicted to now. I'm wishing you the very best of luck at all that you do and it sounds like a great adventure and I hope you enjoy. If you're ever in New Jersey, you come look me up and we'll either hit the beach or hit the trails. Best of luck. Love you. Bye. <laughs> so, oh my jersey girl nikki she's awesome so you, oh thanks nikki if you don't think you've affected people's lives <laughs> you have um the number of hosts that started on, on stable scoop debbie liz halliday max cochran reese reese from uh, dr uh dressage wendy jamie karen chatton and christy landwehr all started because of Stable Scoop and our sponsors. We've had the most terrific sponsors along the way. Thanks to all of them. We can't possibly name them all right now. Um, and the show has continued, so it's not like we're going away and they're, they're still going to be part of the show. Uh, Horse Lovers here recently has really been supportive the last couple of years. Equestrian Collections before that, uh, Kentucky Performance Products, and all the rest of them. There's just too many to mention. We met Uncle Jimmy on this show for the first time uh, years ago, and Dr. Roses, and just everybody. And we can't thank them enough for, for being part of this. Um, I have two final messages, uh, but before we do that, we're going to hear our product review. And this is by Auditor Gemma. It's now time for our horselovers.com product review of the week. And as usual, we have one of our terrific auditors named Gemma with us. Gemma, you got the Shire's Tempest Neck and Fly Sheet, right? Yes, I did. And now you tell us about the horse that this went on. So I have a 22-year-old uh, Fjord gelding named Arik. And... We've had a really, we had an unusually wet winter 
this year. And so the flies are just absolutely crazy. So I was like, I'll get a fly sheet to help with that. So uh, I was lucky enough to get the Shire's Tempest fly sheet to try from Horse Lovers. And so first of all, let's start with fly sheets. How how was its fit? Did it seem to fit real well? Um, yeah, it fit nicely. The unfortunate thing is Arik is kind of hard to shop for clothes for because he's he's like 14 hands, so he's a pony size, but he's got the build of like a quarter horse. A tank. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it fit nicely as far as length along the back. The shoulders, in the shoulder area, it was a little bit long, so I mostly used it while I could supervise him, but other than that, um, the fit is really good. Okay, and and how has it held up uh, over this period of time? I've been using it for two months or so, and it's held up very nicely. It, I haven't noticed any tears. Um, I haven't gotten around to washing it, so I can't speak of how it will come out after the wash. But um, as a quilter and someone who sews, the thing that I noticed that impressed me the most was the, the stitching and the seams. Um, they're very tight um, and even. There's no weird spots where it kind of puckers up. And there's like reinforced stitching on the where all the straps are. And so that makes it so the, the Velcro, there's no weird peeling up of it. Because I've had that on other sheets where after you use it for a while, the Velcro kind of peels off and it just gets annoying. Well, you know, it, they advertise it as being uh, breathable, like most fly sheets do. Did you find him sweating in it, or was it breathable? Um, I didn't notice any sort of dampness underneath him. It's a very um, lightweight mesh. It's a more close weave, so it keeps the bugs out, Yeah, know, hence it being a fly sheet. But, no, I didn't notice any dampness underneath the the whole sheet is mesh except around the shoulders. It is it has more of a slip material. Right, um, it can't a rub around yeah. the yeah. So since the shoulders are high a high movement area, it prevented the rubs, which I've had with other flights with other sheets in general. So that was nice. And it has the quick close feature in the front with the check straps and the, the surcingles and the tail flap and all of that stuff that you usually find. Uh, all right. Yep. So overall, what, what's your impression? Overall, I felt that it was, the material is great. The quality of the stitching and the hardware, um, it held up for what its job was. And I, one other thing that I really liked about it was the, the tail strap is more of like a cord and it's covered in heavy plastic so you don't get oh it doesn't get you know, all icky. With other sheets yeah it doesn't get icky so you can just wipe it off so that was another great thing um but i would i think it's listed at 75 dollars on horse lovers and i think that it's a great economic choice for a fly sheet or yeah. anybody who's looking for one 
There you heard it from Gemma first. Head on over to horselovers.com for the Shire's Tempest neck and fly sheet set. Just search for Shire's Tempest and it'll come up. Uh, it is around $75 as we're recording this. Comes in sizes 66 through 84, so might even fit my little pony all the way up to 84. So large warm bloods will fit as well. And it comes in white. So thank you very much, Gemma. Thank you, Gemma. I love her voice. She could do cartoons. She could do voiceovers and cartoons all day long. I love her voice. So thank you, Gemma, for doing that. Thanks to all our auditors, too. God, you know, when we announced, we announced this in the auditor page first, and uh, boy, the love in there was terrific. So I couldn't believe it. Buck couldn't believe it. I showed him. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Now I'm trying to hold it together here. Um, (laughs) Here's two more. So, so, uh, and of course, we have to end with these two. Hi, Lena. This is Wendy from the Driving Radio Show. I'm so sorry you're leaving us, but I'm sure you're going to have great fun on your next adventure. And I want to thank you so much for having the vision to join with Glenn and Jennifer and start our great community on the Horse Radio Network. I've felt very thankful to be part of it. And that is due to you. And I also want to say that your happy spirit and your positive attitude is so genuine. And that really comes through on the radio. And I know you've been a great mentor to me. And I just, uh, I'm going to miss you very much. I love Stable Scoop and it's not going to be the same without you. But I know you're moving on to some exciting projects, and I can't wait to hear all about those in the future. So good luck with everything, and keep in touch with us all. Love you. Bye. Oh, Mindy. There's another one that did an interview with us, and you said, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I did. I, Wendy's like my kindred spirit. I I I did. I was like, get her now. I don't, whatever else she's doing, make her stop doing it. And she needs to be a part of our lives. I was like, I don't even care if she hosts a show. I, she just needs to be my friend. Well, and you know, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for her because she's part of the company. She invested money in this company when we were struggling and, uh, right, right, right at the very beginning. Yes, she believed. And, uh, she put her money where her mouth was and she still owns a piece of this company. So, uh, she was very sad to see you go too. And then Helena. Where do we begin? You are one of the pioneers of the Horse Radio Network. You started this nonsense with Glenn, and look what it has become. You guys employ so many people and affect so many lives, all because of this crazy idea you guys had of doing a podcast about horses. So I just want to thank you and send you off and wish you well. Um, and also, Glenn, this now you realize, I think... Aside from you and Jennifer, I am now officially the longest employee at this company. So I think that deserves some sort of like, I don't know, pin or award or like a badge. I don't know. Helena, do you have a badge that you wear saying that you're the longest employee of the Horse Radio Network? Because if you are, I'm going to be expecting that badge in the mail. I love you. I mean it. I'm so excited for your future. And keep in touch, girl. Did we forget to give you the badge? Badge. <laughs> in a badge. <laughs> I'm like, I got a microphone. <laughs> Did you get the watch in the mail? Uh, oh, no, gosh. No, thank you, Jamie. <laughs> My other kindred spirit. You know, it's funny, Glenn, because I, I can't take the credit for 
for really, I, I can take credit for screening out hosts that didn't work, but you have surrounded yourself like a good man does with great women. <laughs> that is <laughs> you know, true. Jennifer, me, Jamie, Wendy, Reese, you really, Debbie, all of, all of our, our hosts, you, you've got an eye for great women. What can I say? Thank you. Thank you. Best compliment I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, really. You know I mean, what it is? And I've said this on that interview the other day about picking hosts. I said, you've got to find somebody that you could go, that you could spend a weekend on a cruise with and have a blast. You yes. know, and that's our, been our criteria, right? If, if we can't see ourselves eating dinner and going out with that person, then they're not, they're not somebody you need to co-host with. It isn't going to work. You're not going to have chemistry. It's the beer and puppy test. Right. You know, do, if you meet somebody, right, and you just, you're, you're trying to decide whether or not you want to be friends with that person, the questions, the two questions you should ask yourself are, would I want to have a beer with this person? Would I really want to sit down and have a beer, a glass of wine, a cup of coffee, whatever it is, right? Do I want to have a beer with this person? And two, would I let them watch my puppy for the weekend? If I had to go away, would I trust this person enough with my puppy? That's all the information I need to know in order to bring you on board as a host for Horse Radio Network. <laughs> Beer and puppies. I'll remember Beer that. I'm going to use that one again. Horses <laughs> are too complicated because no one can ever take care <laughs> no. of our horses as well as we can. So That's puppies right. are a good substitute. That's good. I really like that, actually. Yeah, well, I got to thank you. We, I wouldn't have this business without you. I, Jennifer and I wouldn't be doing what we're doing without you. We really do owe you all of it. Well, not all of it, but I'm happy to have been part of the beginning, the birth, the growth, the evolution. I know I'll be back. You know, you just, I know I, listeners, Glenn will send me a text from time to time. Are you free? Are you free at this time? I need a guest host. <laughs> well, Can you fill there's in? There's one interview I want you to do here coming up. And that okay. is, we've been getting a lot of requests. People have loved the uh, getting to know the host as young people. Uh, okay. Once that we did, remember I did you, you did mine, and people have loved those, and they really want Jennifer to be done, and I want you to interview Jennifer for that. Oh my gosh! Okay, so no you problem. got one more to do. <laughs> That's fine. I can't think of anybody else that she would tolerate doing that. First of all, <laughs> she wouldn't <laughs> let even, anybody else. Even do I'm it. barely tolerable. So. <laughs> so you have to do that one yet. But thank you so much. I'm really going to miss you. Um, you. You know, I'm excited for you though. But g guys, everybody, well, and. Instead of me crying here, we're going to end with this, and you can all take hope in this. Helena is going to have a hell of a time showing up to work every day on time. It's going to be hard for her to get up and show to work on time, so she's probably going to be fired in two weeks, and she'll be back. So there, take that as a consolation. Okay, it's not going to be hard for me to get <laughs> up on time, because I'm up at 5 o'clock in the morning feeding my horses. It's going to be hard for me to get in a car and get to an office Yeah, that's been every a long day. time since you've done that. Well, I'm already trying to figure out, should, should, I, should I do my stalls before I go to work or when I get home No, from the don't office? do anything before you go to work. Go to work. I know, <laughs> I know. Just go to work. Well, I, and, I mean, I still have two podcasts of my own. I have no idea how I'm going to do that. Sundays are going to be podcast days, I think. So, yeah. I, Any final words for everybody? Thank you for tuning in for all of these years, especially to our long-term listeners. Sometimes you don't know what kind of impact you're having on the world. But I always say this, whatever it is you're feeling in your heart, share it with everybody you can. Because if you share it with 100 people or 1,000 people, all it takes is one person to hear you and to feel good or supported 
or awakened by what it is you have to say. So if there's something that you have, don't be afraid to share it. Just make sure that you share it with kindness and with authenticity. And to Glenn, thank you for the patience that you've had with me. The fun was easy. The fun days were easy days, but they were not always fun days. And you never let me down. You never, ever, ever, ever let me down. You were there every week for me, no matter what mood I was in. I left a a stable scoop taping feeling better, like I can go on another week. So I think of all the things that I'm going to miss about stable scoop, I'm going to miss talking to you once a week for an hour and a half. You're truly a good friend. And if we can count one, two, three of those in our lifetimes, we're lucky. Thank you. And I have you. So thank you. And I called your husband, Buck, and I told him not to screw it up because I'm not taking you back. So <laughs> it's his turn. Now. He told me. I had nine years of that. It's, it's his turn. <laughs> he told me. We have so been kind you. of therapists for each other, though, over the years. It's a, that hasn't gone just one way. Oh, please. You've showed up a couple times yeah. in a mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> saying? Oh, yeah. You've got me through some rough lime times where I was ready to give up, too. Um you know, where I was having real Even. tough times with the, my Lyme disease, and you're the one that helped me get through those times. Uh, and Jennifer was thankful because she was so sick of it. <laughs> so, all right, yeah. let's let's let everybody with a chuckle instead of a cry. So we're going to take this show out with some unfound, never heard before footage of Kat, Helene, and I before the Naked Dining <laughs> episode. Then I included the Naked Dining episode, and then the talk we had after the Naked Dining episode. <laughs> and, and by the way, I couldn't believe how funny this was. It's still funny. And then at the end, I have a bunch of bloopers of us trying to close the show, which I thought would be more than appropriate for the end of this particular episode. Thank you, Helena, and we'll talk to you soon. Uh, everybody, we'll be back. I'll have an episode for you here, a very short one in the next couple of days, announcing what's going to happen with the brand new Stable Scoop show. Bye, Lena. Can you get the Are we done? Right? Yeah, can you? All right, you here we right? go. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Well, Set. that's it for now. I can't say that there will be more next week. But until we meet again, happy scooping. What, the last one nine years later is the only one you ever get right? <laughs> Taking you nine years to get one right? And now some naked dining. And some bloopers. How are you guys? We are great. We're, We're so happy to be talking to you. Really? That's the like reason for your happiness today? <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. Cool. We're always happy when we get to talk to you. You're lovely. Well, thank you. That's awfully nice of you to say so. <laughs> what, your husband wasn't saying that today? I don't know. I didn't see him very much. He runs off the road <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, let me sleep for five more minutes. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, look, they're already at that point. (laughs) This this has been like this for the past year. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Seeing we're getting very off the track with our guests today anyway. So why why not just continue? If you want to go seriously down that route, I just found, which I'm laughing hysterically at, there is a Bon Appetit did a nine rules for naked dining and i it's hysterical so <laughs> i'll have to share that with you guys at some point because it's fantastic so yeah if you want to get is that it far, radio worthy um let me send you the link right now and chat and you guys can look it over but it's hysterical like i'm just like what really that's better than the <laughs> list i had <laughs> 
<laughs> Nine rules for naked dining. Hey, we're in that kind of mood today, Helena. Well, yeah. I, so. Well, the show's title is Flexible Nuts, so we might as well go <laughs> <Perfect>. with it. <laughs> um, Sorry, towel on. Oh, so you're not really naked. Well, this you is have have dining. This is totally like it is new dining, and this is the hey, etiquette to follow. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Just because we're all naked doesn't mean we're all friends. Where do you find this stuff? Honestly, oh well, bon appetit. Okay, that's good. That's but that's fair. Even so it was just like it perks your interest. You're like, what is? Oh, really? I would need to read more about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clickety clickety, and the next thing you know, you're like, right. I need to share this. I know. It's like listen to your mother. Use a napkin as a matter of etiquette, and then covering your private parts with a napkin while at a nudist event is good manners. <laughs> it's like okay, I'm back. <laughs> I had to tell Jennifer the news. So. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Okay. Oh, you know, I I think we should do this at the end of your saying. We'll just keep you on, and then then Helena and I will be done for the day. We don't have to do there anymore. There you go. <laughs> what do you think, Helena? Yep. I like monopolizing the show. Thank you for allowing me to do this. <laughs> I, that's great. Well, we just did a, a five minute interview with Ellie that took twenty. So, um, why not? Okay. <laughs> I love this. All right, good. All right, so we'll start with Helena's deal. We'll go into your recipe, which is going to be pretty short. There's not a lot to it. So, and then you can you can bring this up, okay? Okay. All right. And I have been to a nudist camp. <gasps> what? So we can talk about that a little bit. Too. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I got to turn my recorder on right now. <laughs> That was pre Jennifer, by the way. This this needs to. Oh, so what were you like? Fifteen. <laughs> Time, I, I guess told you that. <laughs> Jennifer knows about this. It was with the previous, a, a previous girlfriend. Whoa! All right, yeah. So we can talk about that too. Okay. All right, yeah. Uh, all right, this is good. To help with the rest of the show, we'll just do it next excited. week. He's excited. He's like, yeah, yeah. This is good. <laughs> I got two lovely ladies, and I'm talking about nudist camps. Why wouldn't that be good? Oh, yeah. And you get to talk about nuts too. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. This is a perfect show. <laughs> and food, right. right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> all right, you start this, Selena, because I can't. All right, all right. Wait, wait. I gotta get my show notes up. Ready? Oh, and she had me by start looking up something that was involved naked women. So there you go. Who me? Yes, you. Oh, I know. Okay, here we go. Ready? <laughs> Three, two. Cat had something else. I'm not sure. What did you? You had something else you wanted to talk <laughs> so about. So we're totally falling off the bandwagon at this point. So we're going from chocolate to more chocolate, and now we're going to the nine rules for naked dining. Because that what? goes along with chocolate. <laughs> as long as chocolate is served for dessert, I'll do it. <laughs> well, or s- nothing. Yeah, Go ahead. I mean, we can take this so far, and let's try and keep it classy here. Um, but I thought I came across this article this morning, and I was laughing about it because nine rules for naked dining. Okay, your interest is peaked. You're kind of like, what is this all about? And apparently, this is an etiquette guide to nude resorts. Now, I don't know how often any of, you know, your listeners are going to be going to nude resorts, but just in case they find themselves there, this is the opportunity to learn how to correctly behave. (laughs) I have a confession. What? I've been to a nudist resort before. Really? (laughs) For a week. Are we allowed to talk about this on the air? (laughs) For a weekend, I was at a nudist resort. Before Jennifer, this is pre-Jennifer. Jennifer knows about this, so I'm not going to get in too much trouble. Uh, Yes, uh, I had a previous fiancé when I was in my young 20s who uh, went to nudist resort. Whoa, 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 whoa. You were engaged before Jennifer? Yes, yes, I was. Yes, thank God that didn't work out. Um, 
So she, uh, her family did as well. So um, they had been going, she had been going a long time. So I actually went uh, with her one weekend to a nudist resort in the Poconos of Pennsylvania. And uh, we stayed the weekend. They had little cabins and stuff you could rent. And then they had camping and they had uh, all the Naked amenities. camping? Are you kidding me? No, 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 a lot of people camped, and then they have pool, and, and, and by the way, it isn't a cliche, volleyball is very popular, they had a volleyball tournament against I another can't. Can't. A, another nudist camp, um, <laughs> that weekend. I need to go now. <laughs> I need to go. She brought it up, it wasn't me. I did, I did. It is. So anyway, what, what I would say about nudist camps is this was a very family place, and they were, nothing was, like no sex in public, none of that stuff. It was a very family place, and a lot of kids there, adults. Oh, that would be more tolerable than the volleyball, I thought. Grandparents, uh, you know, the whole works. And one of the things I would say is everybody expects to go there and be aroused, Right. You can't be. You you just aren't because most people are not attractive naked. Um, you know, eighty percent of the population is. Oh, they had another thing that weekend too: hot air balloon rides. They had people from the local hot air balloon clubs bring their hot air balloons in, and they do the r- rides where you get to go up and down. And I was chatting with one of them. He said it's their favorite activity of the year: come to the news camp and do the hot air balloon. Rides. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. I really don't. <laughs> you brought it up. It wasn't me. I was talking about eating at a dinner table naked at a resort, and we're just going off on this tangent. And <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in about what I found out about all your things here. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't know why this is so funny. It just is. But the first number one rule of etiquette is towel on. Naked butts at the table are a big no-no. So apparently this rule is telling you that you need to bring towels with you if you're going to be sitting in a public place. Actually, yes, it's required there. They tell you when you check in, you must have your towel and you must carry it with you at all times. You actually carry your towel all the time. And any place you sit, you must put your towel down. Thank you, towel gods. Okay. Cat is regretting it for bringing this. I, I kind of am, but it is funny. I mean, it's where else can you talk about something like this? You know, then on our show. Exactly. Yes, I apologize to all the listeners. If you'd like to turn it off now, please feel free. Come back next week. Well, we Go just want to make sure that they're prepared in case they ever find themselves at a nude resort. Nudist resort. That's correct. Mm-hmm. This is a public service, right? We're we're helping everybody out. All right. Okay. Uh, the number two was just because we're all naked doesn't mean we're all friends. Now, what you were saying, Glenn, is that every Everybody was friendly, but it doesn't mean you should go and sit down at someone else's table or cozy up if you don't know the person. Kind of wait to be encouraged to come over. That is the other thing you get taught when you go into the camp is that personal space is still personal space, even with or without clothing. Yes. You are warned of that. And they will kick your butt out. <laughs> literally. That, yes, literally. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I it just, it's... It makes sense. Just took me a little while to kind of um, absorb it was listen to your mother and use a napkin as a matter of (laughs) etiquette. Covering your private parts with a napkin while at a nudist event is good manners. Makes sense. I didn't didn't see anybody doing that. (laughs) Okay, go on. Uh, Next one was some don't like it hot. Uh, Most nudist resorts will hold traditional barbecues and first timers need to be careful around the weenie roast. (laughs) 
Uh, don't allow your waiter to serve you a hot bowl of soup. He can spill it in your lap. Makes sense. <laughs> I would have never thought about that, but now that I'm thinking about it, it makes me just want a salad and call it a day. <laughs> Uh, next one was. The- Are you on your seat, Helena? I, I'm, I'm considering <laughs> stuffing my napkin down my throat at the moment. But All you right. need your napkin to cover your private parts, Helena. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going because we got to get through this list. Uh, listen to your mother, part two. Sit up straight. Good posture at the dinner table is always a way to show good breeding and good manners. But when you're nude, slouching and elbows akimbo are not only more noticeable, they create a silhouette that is less attractive. <laughs> I don't know about you, but none of this makes me want to go to a nude resort. <laughs> I just don't think nakedness should be at the dinner table. I don't. I'm not a prude. You know, if I'm all about uh, nakedness at the beach is fine. <laughs> You know, uh, on your balcony, I, I don't know, sailing, fine. At the dinner table, I can't. I just, I can't. This is going in the best of list. Go on, Kat. Well, what's funny like, is... You, so, I, I, like, how do you keep... I, I can't even, no. How do, you, how do you keep your body parts out of your soup? Well, that brings us to rule number five. No one Say there's an answer for that. <laughs> no one will pardon your reach. Don't reach, even if you think it's not a reach. Nude or nude dining requires a great margin of coordination and control. Without a bra and a well-endowed chest, reaching even a little may result in your breast in the marinara sauce. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, see I didn't even see that. Right. Right. Uh, right. Uh, there it's is. It's just funny hearing Kat read this. That's There's a new funny meaning part. to the word meatball. <laughs> Nah, I, all right, keep going. It's a, We're almost over. It's almost there. <laughs> there is such a thing as too casual. Uh, casual dining doesn't mean you can put your ankle across your knee or feet up on the coffee table. Uh, reconsider the view others will have while eating. <laughs> Thank okay, you. That one's kind of gross. Go on. We don't need to talk about uh, that one. Eyes up here, buddy. <laughs> um, I'd say the most important table etiquette is for nudists is for no staring. Makes sense. Uh, next one is food porn is okay. Real porn. No way goes back to kind of not using this as an arousal thing is just more of a lifestyle for some people and keeping your phones put away. You're not allowed to Instagram your dinner at resorts. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you carry it? (laughs) Go on next. (laughs) Uh, chill out. If you're nervous about dining in the buff, don't be the resort owners. Um, said that usually being naked and concerns about it will go away after about 15 minutes. And okay, now that is true. Literally, you forget people are naked after a while. Oh, you did it? Like you actually did it? I can't. See, I know. No, you do forget. After you're there for 15 minutes, you kind of, because everybody is. Now, what you find yourself looking at, this is very interesting. In the one evening at the sort of nightclub they had there, they had a lingerie party. That was much more provocative than ever seeing a whole bunch of naked people walking around. And you'd find yourself looking at people who had clothes on. <sighs> it's true. Is I'm that, just telling the truth. Because your eyes here. need a rest from that <laughs> horror of all. It just, Ask me if I ever went back a second time. No, you. I'm sure you didn't. I'm I, sure I you didn't, did. actually. And it's not, again, it's not that I, I understand the concept I get it. I I don't have body image issues at all. I 
you know, I'm all about this like free to be you and me type of thing. It's just, I don't understand the purpose. I don't understand the, um, the philosophical purpose behind it. We wear clothing. I see. I can't even go there. This just opens up a whole entire another show. <laughs> Do you really want to revisit this a second time, Helena? No, no, I don't. I don't care. You know what? I really don't care. They let the meat naked. See, Cat is not having problems with this. I can see Cat at a nudist camp. No, I really don't think I could. I okay. What was funny enough is so my mom and I went to Martha's Vineyard on a vacation. We were down by the beach taking pictures and all this, and I started to say, "I'm going to go take a walk." not realizing that that part of the beach was actually for nudists. So I'm there with my mother. Talk about awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I stumbled upon that same beach. Yeah. They don't tell you it. They don't have signs saying beware. So you kind of stumble upon it and it's a little disconcerting after a while you're comfortable, but they basically had like shades up and stuff for their privacy, which I can totally understand, but it just, it's not something I, yeah, I don't especially want to eat naked either. I, I I have a really hard time with that. That just doesn't sound appealing to me. But you, but again, at least sunbathing and beach travel, sure, that sure. kind of thing is is definitely. I, I just I I feel that it seems more, like it seems like a place where if you're gonna do it would be a would be logical to do it. Yes, to be naked and yes. comfortable and right, right. you know all those good things. Uh, but at the dinner table. <laughs> All right, whatever. Cool. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows what to say. How do we close this up? I'm not really sure. <laughs> Glenn made us do it. Let's just in case you're I wondering. Say, I didn't even bring this up. This was not me, people. You can write your emails to cat at uh, nudistdining.com. And and oh, <laughs> no, it is not that. <laughs> Kat, what's the website again? I'm sure people are going to want to go see the article now. Um, Bon Appetit has it. Of all the places and all the people to talk about it, Bon Appetit, the very wonderful magazine that I love to read. Stuffy food magazine. It had this. That's funny. (laughs) I'll send you the link so you can go ahead and post it. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Kat. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Eatyourtardout.com and go search for Eat Your Tart Out on Facebook. It's been fun. Oh, my God. Cut. That was one of the funniest segments we've ever it done. It was. was. I'm sorry, that but that whole meatball comment still has me rolling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, boy. My face hurts. <sighs> okay, we're not going to have to really do anything else in this entire show, <laughs> Lena. We're pretty much done. Yeah. Well, at that, it's like, how do you close after something? I don't even know what you say to most of this. So. <laughs> I don't know. All right, Kat, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, guys. Bye, Kat. Bye-bye. <laughs> that's right thank you very much helena we'll be back oh wait a minute i messed it up well what else is new hey here look 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 see we're collecting stuff for the blooper reel yeah this is for the blooper reel um let's try this again well it's only like six words (laughs) dude we've been recording for like an hour and 99 million minutes (laughs) well helena that's it for this week (laughs) well glenn that's plenty but there will be more next week but until then, happy scooping. I can make a whole blooper reel just of, with just taking the end of our shows. Yes. Well, that's for the, where last the bloopers, five years. That's how it started because <laughs> you would be like, we need a really good closing. And I was like, okay, I'll write one. And then I would write one and you would wrap every show and forget the closing or you would mess it up. And then you'd be like, Lena. And then, so then I would stop writing a closing. And, and I like, blamed you every time. Too. Wait, totally. Where's the closing? <laughs> okay, Glenn. Working on it.
<laughs> See you, Helena. Bye, Gwen. It's a variety show, and we have a big announcement. Please support our split. Flooper <laughs> <laughs> <Cut>. one. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> this is why I don't do the intro. I'm coming. <laughs> well, be sure to be here next week as. Uh. <laughs> You're doing it again, aren't you? I know, I tried. I tried to I catch you off guard here. Yeah, I did. What's I with the as? We don't, I don't use know. as. I was threw out the as to see what you'd do with it. And, uh, and I did a whole lot of nothing with it. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 64 of Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Enjoy the ride with Ashley Bond. Please support our sponsors. <laughs> Take two. This is oh. the... Well, Helena, we're going to end it so you can go scream in pain. Uh, <laughs> so we'll be back again next week. With uh, something cool? Or the pain-free scoop. I, yeah, you know what? I think my thumb's still going to hurt next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Helena, we'll be back again next week. See ya. Bye. We'll be back next week. With more cool stuff. No, that's Tack and Habit. That's Tack and Habit. See, you did mess that up. See, I got talking about Tack and Habit. You want to, well, okay, we'll redo that one. So we'll, we'll be, be back, back next, next week. week. What do I usually say? With the scoop? With the scoop. That's kind of lame. It is. <laughs> I'll have to come up with a new... That, you know, oh, you know what? Up. It's the second part of the scoop, because we're, we're doing the second part of the Unwanted Horse. All right, let's start again. Set okay. me up again. All right. And we'll be back next week. With part two of the scoop. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was good. It only took yeah. it three times, but it was pretty good. <laughs> We're lucky it only took me three times. you got to hear me record the commercials. <laughs> Bye, everybody. But you know what, Helena? Stable Scoop's still number one. We still have the most listeners and the most downloads. Yay! And I think it's your charming personality and everybody thinking about you riding side saddle in your beautiful dress. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I would like to ride in a parade, though, in, in a side saddle, fancy dress and stuff. There you go. I <laughs> On a bomb-proof proof mule. Mule, there you go. <laughs> well, you know what? We're not quite sure what next week's show is going to be. It's kind of up in the air at this point. So we nor- now we have this new ending this show. What are we going to do about that? I have, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I'm supposed <laughs> to say, uh, and we'll be back next week with... The Mystery Scoop. Well, that was perfect. How's that? Well, that... On the fly, no less, too. not funny or anything, but it works. Fine. Fine. All right. Well, everybody can go away with the picture of you riding down the road in your fancy dress, in your side saddle, on your mule. In a parade. In a parade.